Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone and welcome to another Drunken Car Review. And we got some news for you, lots of news. In fact, so much news, this is going to be all I talk about for the time being. So let's begin, shall we? And the most important news for the day, and what I had to kick it off with, Emma was announced a couple days ago, was news from Stellantis, or Dodge, or whatever you want to call this brand nowadays. And that was the news, was that Stellantis, or Dodge more specifically, would be looking for a new ambassador for their brand. What ambassador are we talking about here? More specifically, the position filled would be the chief donut maker. Yep, that's a thing nowadays. That's right. Dodge is looking for someone to take on the role of Chief Donut Maker, or in other words, brand ambassador for, well, Dodges. And to be more specific, this person would receive $150 salary, or $150, yeah, not only $150, bucks, that's how you know, $150,000 salary, a free Dodge Hellcat, and a whole boatload of Dodge merchandise for the sole and implicit purpose of you driving around the country and advocating for Dodge products and probably doing a bit of driving and probably a bit of donuts on the time. I mean, why God, what else could this job possibly be for any dream guy who loves cars? And the end of the day, this is not something that's for they're looking for some eternal race car driver or something like that. Because they're opening this up for any enthusiast who is interested in any kind of car. That's right. If you have interest in any kind of vehicles, especially Dodges, they will happily take you on if you are good enough or whatever they find to deem you or to deem you worthy. Now, most likely this position, in my opinion, will probably end up getting filled by some pro race car driver or maybe some guy who's got a bit of a name himself or himself on YouTube or some kind of podcast or something like that. So, I don't think it'll be going to me or anybody like that anytime soon, but it's just fascinating the fact that Dodge will just be giving away a free Hellcat and a buttload of money just to get somebody out there to do some donuts and talk about how great their cars are. And their cars are fabulous. I mean, I love my Daytona, but it just, it just, it seems like something Dodge would do. And the name, ironically, is perfect. I want the guy to get out of that car with a little chef's hat or something. That's what I would do if I was that brand ambassador, because that is the greatest position title I have ever heard in my freaking life. Uh, Chief Donut Maker, if you're interested, they're going to be having more details about this coming up in, uh, I think, January, I think it was. They're planning on announcing a little bit more specifics on this. They were also looking for somebody to do a bit more of the parts and retail side of things and uh, to talk more about their Mopar side of things. I think they were looking for several shops or something to do that as well. But more people will probably be interested in the Chief Donut Maker just because, well, the name. Anyways, what else have we got on the docket for news, shall we? Oh, yes, we got a little bit of news from Apple as of late. They project they want a fully autonomous car, Apple does. Not that they've, in my opinion, even showed any kind of any real, well, introduction into this car segment at all. They want to build a full autonomous car by 2025. Considering it is, what, 
oh yeah, it's almost 2022, they better get their asses moving. Three years to design, develop, and build an entire car from scratch, and to de develop to a point where it's fully autonomous is, well, insane. Now that Apple doesn't have the budget, but the problem is time constraints. And let's just say Tesla's been at this whole autonomous, fully driving a self-driving car for years, and they ain't even freaking close. Nobody is. So for Apple to make this promise by 2025, yeah, it ain't happening. Just to put it simply, it's just impossible. They will produce a system like it, or like one of these many systems out there, like Chevy and GM and Ford and all that have, but nothing even close to fully autonomous. That's just kind of feeding you a line of BS. Anyways, what else have we got for you today? Oh yes, Fisker. Fisker, yes, this is a car company. It is? Yes, it is. The fact is, Fisker has laid low for a long time. It has been doggy paddling, as one article put it, to the finish line to build a car for a very, very long time. To the point where some people are questioning whether Fisker is actually a legitimate automaker brand. Because at the end of the day, they have not produced any kind of results of any kind. As much as I can complain about the fiasco with a certain car company's certain extreme stock evaluation, I can say they have at least produced some kind of car and have contracts to produce cars. But Fisker has been one of those companies that have been promising a car for a while and even yet to deliver. They've released a concept of their ocean car, SUV rather, that would be getting released soon, but let's just say it's a little vague on a lot of things. They're projecting maybe 300 miles of range for the average car, which isn't bad, but it ain't impressive, and the horsepower ratings aren't really that shocking either. Overall, the car's just kind of Meh, it's not anything impressive. Unlike you got these other brands coming out, like Tesla and all I've looked at these ridiculous plaid cars and everything else like that. Their brand kind of falls short of all that, and like the Lucid and that, which is, yeah, expensive, but it's producing a car that looks like it. So overall, I'd say Fisker is still questionable when it comes to anything with rating to cars, but, uh, well, let's see if we can get their act together before their company folds up like a wet taco. Other news, we have some recalls. That's right. And this time, it is not some Dodge. It, it, well, yes, it's Dodge. I revealed the big secret. Yeah, no, it's not It's not GM this time. It's from Dodge. More specifically, from their Ram division. You see, Ram pickup trucks, uh, they have a least sellable option called the diesel. They've Yes, they sell a Ram diesel truck. Not that anybody buys that many of them. Usually, it's fleet cars or for businesses and such. Most people purchase the more popular Hemi edition. But they have about 250,000 of these in production or been built and about 250,000 of them are being recalled over the last few years apparently it's a problem with the fuel pump not well pumping fuel to the engine this can cause it to stall out when first starting or under high stress i think it is and overall they're doing a factory recall on it that just means that they're not being forced to do it technically but it just means that they're going to be uh you know bring your truck in get the fuel pump in get it replaced um overall that's a bit of a problem because as we've discussed in previous episodes well there's a bit of a part shortage in that and honestly having 250,000 re trucks recalled is not exactly putting less strain on that kind of problem so overall, it's a bit of a problem from Stanley. It's not anything major. It's not like anything that leads to accidents or anything else like that. It's more of just a pain in the ass. Most people, I think, honestly, probably will have this fuel pump already replaced by now if it was a problem. But it's just more a matter of, well, you can get it replaced for free. Anyways, what do we got for the final bit on the docket? Car prices. As you know, car prices have been going up and up and up and up and up and up and up to an extreme the likes of which no one has ever seen. Why is that? Well, obviously because there's not any cars in the goddamn market. But one stunning fact has come to light as of recent. The overall car price of used vehicles and such has gone up by almost 50, close to, it's getting close to 50%, at least on the buyer's market for, well, 
the auction site. The problem is, is that, well, let's just say car prices on the uh, auction sites where most dealers acquire their used vehicles has gone up by almost to about 45, 47% over the last year. The problem is the retail side has only gone up by 37%. Now, this is an attempt probably from some dealerships to try not to seem like they're ripping off their customers, but when you're paying 47% more and only charging 37%, it leads to discrepancy, meaning that, well, as much as we've seen car prices go up, it only means that they can go up a hell of a lot higher, a lot higher, by almost 10% at least. And that's not saying that there's any increase in the, well, auction side of things. So overall, I think that uh, I think by the end of the year or possibly early into 2022, I think it wouldn't be sh shocking to me in the slightest that uh, we would see car prices approaching almost 50% higher than they were last year. It wouldn't be a shock to me at all, to be honest. It's a bit disappointing and a bit of a nuisance, I suppose. But at the end of the day, there's not much you can really do about it. The fact is, is that there's a supply shortage and yes, dealerships need to make money, but... I guess there are a few more examples of car dealerships attempting to gouge shut people's eyes out when it comes to this shit. But honestly, there are also some who just don't have much of a choice. Considering inflation's up by almost 7% and everything else like that, also affecting things like car prices, it's no surprise that, in my personal opinion, it would surprise me if we're heading to a bit of a bubble popping when it comes to cars. Much like the recession back in the day of 2007, 2005, and that, whatever that started again. The fact is, is that that was a bubble caused by automakers, basically, or automakers, by homemakers and such, selling to people who actually couldn't afford them, basically giving people loans for homes they could not afford. This is kind of rearing its ugly head again as more and more leasing companies are stretching out their term limits. Used to be that 72 months was kind of the standard. Well, that's kind of decreased to a point now where we're almost getting close to 90-something months becoming the standard, which is a little extreme and overall just leads to people buying cars they can't afford. Why? Because, well, people can't afford them. They're so astronomically goddamn high that nobody can go out and buy just a standard little, you know, just a normal car. Like a normal pickup truck for a reasonable price. Everything's got to be above $40,000. The average car price, the average purchase price on a car nowadays is $47,000. My God, I think my parents bought their first house for less than that. It's, it's insanity. I mean, at the end of the day, prices, yes, can go up. And yes, it's just natural that they go up. But inflation has become to a point where it's so extremely high. And car prices are gouging people's eyes out. Cars companies, especially like Tesla, who are raising their car prices by almost $10,000 over the course of one year. That's almost become ridiculous. Now, that's not to say other brands have done. For example, Stellantis, GM, and all Ford and all that, and Toyota and a bunch of other brands, have increased their prices range by almost 6% over the last year. And like I said, that's a couple thousand dollars coming out of every human being's pocket whenever they decide to go buy a car. So overall, I don't think it looks too positive for the long term when it comes to purchasing a car. So I would advise if you're going to be buying one, be careful what you do it. And honestly, if you can manage to get MSRP for the car, consider yourself lucky because the days of negotiating it down lower than that might be a little longer off than we're thinking. Now, there is some sort of bubble pop, much like the housing crisis back in the day. We might see that price drops dramatically, and that might be the time when you might want to purchase your car. But if you have extra cars on your inventory, or just have one lying around not doing much, it is also a good time to trade that sucker in, because car companies are literally doing everything just to get something on the lot. Even if it means getting the old ratty car, trying to fix it up as much as they can, and trying to resell it. Because you have to look like something's filling those dealership lots. So, if you have a few extra cars lying around that ain't getting used that much, maybe look at selling them and waiting a few years for this bubble to burst. 
Do I think car prices overall will go down? No, but I think the used market will plummet and eventually the, car, the new car market will have to see some kind of either incentives or something pop up again. Not the buy out right now or buy never to these options that you have left now. Anyways, that's been today's Drunken Car Review News. I appreciate you all listening to today's Insanity and hope you found some interesting information off of it. Again, I kind of look forward to the Rivian car coming out, but I'm not sure about the whole Fisker vehicle. I'm on my fence about that. It's a little disappointing. Anyways, I hope you all have a great day and a wonderful night. Goodbye, folks.